0: Hello and welcome to 20 Minutes, a podcast that focuses on mental health in a serious but yet humorous way. Listen as I interview a wide variety of guests where we show our support as well as sharing our own personal struggles and stories with mental health. I am your host, Tim McCarthy, and now it's time to talk about it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're tuning into another episode of Twenty Ten Minutes. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. Today we have on optometrist, entrepreneur and founder of OcuShield, which is the world's only medically rated blue light filtering products with its goal of keeping people's eyes safe in the digital world. From over the pond, Druven Patel. How are you, Druvin?
1: Hey, I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's a pleasure to have you on, sir. I was looking into your product and can't wait to dive into this conversation. I'd like to start off with this with all my guests. What does mental health mean to you, sir? Mental
1: health means to me being happy uh most times of the day wherever possible that's what mental health means
0: you have a great smile so it's good that you're happy i like i like seeing you smile my friend (laughs) thank you (laughs) so first off what made you get into optometry
1: what made me get into optometry so i was um at at school you know you, you always kind of lean towards what you're good at and um i was good at biology uh i liked serving people um and you know i was kind of i really didn't know what to do i wanted to be a footballer but obviously that didn't work out uh, <laughs> <laughs> i got injured that's my excuse um but no yeah i i liked biology i liked computer science and for whatever reason i ended up doing some work experience in an opticians i know, an optometrist at the time that i shadowed for the day or two you know i i saw the happiness that the patients left with after they they had their eyes tested and were like wow i can i can see after you know not wearing spectacles or whatever. And, uh, you know, they explain it's a good job. You know, it's, you don't take any work home. Um, you have the opportunity to start your own business in, in optometry as well. And I thought, well, wow, it kind of ticks all the boxes that I had a kind of um, interest in. And I, I took the plunge to carve out my career to go towards becoming an optometrist. But, yeah, it stemmed from really just doing that shadowing uh, with the optometrist at the time, at a chain here in the UK called Specsavers.
0: I, uh, I have a quick question I just thought of right now when someone's colorblind like how do they know like I know you do like little tests for people is it an initial test for anybody that comes in or how does someone know that they might be colorblind like what are they what what are some steps so
1: are you asking if someone someone thinks they might be colorblind like what what are some steps to, to t- help them identify yes. yeah so so <laughs> One it's really tricky because <laughs> if you're colorblind, you're going to be used to that vision for the whole. You know, it's very hard for someone to get uh, acquired colorblindness, right? They're they're very much so born with it. Most yeah. people are colorblind, so whatever's their normal is that they've been used to it for for goddamn knows how long. So <laughs> for them, you won't be able to tell them what's different from what. Um, what they will realize is when people are saying, "Oh, look at the color of this," and then they say, "Hold on, that that's not that color, right?" They'll yeah. say, "Actually, that's not." That's a that's a red, not a green, for example. Then they'll start, you know, thinking there's something up there. So that's probably the biggest cue um, that they can realize is what their peers are saying when they're pointing out things.
0: I always love those videos of people getting those corrective uh, those glasses, and they can start seeing color. That's always a tearjerker.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I mean the way the way they work and how it how you're allowed to uh, give something to someone that they never knew they had, and they're like. Wow, this is what I've been kind of missing my whole life.
0: (laughs) Exactly. What is uh, what are some facts on our eyes that people don't know about? Is there anything that like the common person doesn't know about our eyes? Um. Yeah. So there's a really interesting one. So um,
1: you know, in our body we have 11 million neurons, and actually 10 million of them exist in our eyes. So it's the area which has the most neurons in the body. And actually, at any given point, um, our brains are working um half of the brain so half of its capacity it's usually 50 to 55 percent any given minute is working on deciphering um information that's been taken or received by our eyes now if you have a visual abnormali- abnormality or your eyes aren't functioning well your brain's gonna have to work in overtime to decipher that those light signals and turn them into images so actually if you you know if you think about it um yeah your light your, your eyes could be causing a lot of um, you know, it could make your brain work a lot harder than it needs to if you've not got the corrective things in place. For example, if you're not wearing glasses or you've got a problem, you've got too much blue light in your surroundings, you've got too much aberrations, et cetera. So, yeah, the fun fact there is, um, yeah, your eyes are the ones that have the most neurons in the body out of any other organ or part.
0: You learn something new every day. Now, great segue. What is blue light and why is it bad for us?
1: So, blue light is a type of light that's emitted um, from the sun, lighting around us, and screens. Um, it's part of the visible spectrum of light. So we've all learned in in science, right? You know, you've got ultraviolet light on the left hand side, you've got visible light in the middle, and on the right hand side, you've got radio waves, X ray waves, etc. Now, ultra the violet light is obviously invisible we can't see it but we know we need to protect ourselves when we're sitting on the beach trying to get sun kissed golden tan we know we've got a slap on some spf um but what happens straight after ultraviolet light which is zero to 400 nanometers you get into the visible spectrum of light and as soon as you get out of the ultraviolet uh, spectrum of light you get into the visible spectrum which is blue light so from 400 to 500 nanometers comes blue light now Blue light is a short wavelength light, and what we mean by that is less of it is required to cause an impact to our eyes or our sleep or whatever blue light can impact our, our bodies. On, and that blue light, um, it's been shown, and you know you can use something called a spectrometer. It's been shown and measured. So if you if you point that at a screen, you'll see that a screen emits lots of colours of light. Right, you see white light, but that's made up of the colours of the rainbow. But when you're looking at the graph, it's actually a spike in blue light that comes off there. And what I said before was, you know, short wavelength light carries a lot more energy, so less of it's required to make an impact. So if you combine that with the spike in blue light and also the fact that it carries more energy, we know it's going to be impacting us more so. So the way blue light actually impacts us, it impacts us in three main ways. First, you have your eyes, then the sleep, and then skin. So when it comes to your eyes, if we're looking at screens like a lot of us do, you know, if you're office workers or bound by your laptop like i am eight to 12 hours a day on screens and what's happening is your visual system um think of it as a muscle right when you go to the gym you work out you do 10 reps and you know you'll give it a rest if you keep going for 20 30 reps you're gonna get exhausted and your hand might fall or your arm might fall off right um in the same way when we're looking at screens we have a visual system and what happens is your eyes converge, that's the mechanism of your eyes kind of going inwards, and you can all do that now. If you move your finger toward your nose, you'll see your eyes coming closer together and you kind of get double vision as well, right? <laughs> and at the same time, your eyes are accommodating. Now, with blue light and artificial light, what happens is um, it puts that visual system under stress far quicker than if you're looking at a non-blue light type of light. And that means that, you're able to go less, um, you're not able to last as long in terms of what you're doing in terms of that task. Now, if we're working on screens hours in the day, two to three hours, that blue light exposure and working at a screen, what happens? It causes that eye strain. You know, your visual system breaks down and saying, hey, I can't I can't have this anymore. You're getting tired eyes, you're rubbing them. And then that turns into headaches and migraines. Um, so this is one way blue light affects us and that's the visual system and the eyes. Secondly, you've got sleep. sleep. Um, Using screens in the evenings, you know, like us that are watching Netflix or scrolling through TikTok, whatever it might be, or even us, us, us hard workers working in the evenings, the blue light suppresses melatonin. And melatonin is the hormone that tells our body it's time to fall asleep. And you have high concentrations of this hormone that allow you to feel sleepy. If you don't, you'll feel wide awake, right? And um, you need it to fall asleep. And what will happen if you don't have melatonin in your body, high levels of it, you'll be tossing and turning in your bed and you'll find it harder to fall asleep. And when you do eventually get to sleep, you also not have a well-rested sleep because when you're asleep, your body needs to be fully asleep. And if you have low levels of melatonin, your body still will be reactive to sounds, smells, lights around it. So it can still become awake while you're sleeping and not do its regenerative processes, such as you know muscle recovery or reducing toxins in the brain, for example. So that, that's a main way blue that can affect our sleep. And um, and then lastly, skin. So Unilever released a research study last year, which actually said um, thirty hours of screen time causes an increase in skin inflammation by forty percent. And what that means: reduction of elasticity in your skin, which is effectively early aging on the skin. So you know, when we're looking at screens, we we wear clothes. It's so mostly our face and hands are exposed, right? So it's our face that's going to be affected. That skin that's going to be affected by the blue light um, from our artificial lighting devices so that's the three main ways that blue light affects us
0: you might be the smartest man i've ever met that was uh you're legit i can tell that you're legit my friend (laughs) now let's talk about OcuShield shield real quick um can you explain that your little baby OcuShield shield yeah sure so when i was um, studying to
1: become optometrist i did a research study on how blue light affects the eyes physiology which is our eye structures and also our sleep and wake cycle circadian rhythm and from this was back in 2013 actually and when i did it i found that blue light has as i already said affects our eyes and sleep and i was like wow this is massive because i've grown up with my mother always telling me looking at screens is bad for your eyes but like she never had a reason for it she just said don't you know stay away turn it off whatever Mother's so no i best. thought exactly yeah they, they they always do and look they, they they knew on this one as well right <laughs> and i thought this might be the p- missing piece of the puzzle. Let me dig a little bit deeper into it. So, and I I did the research study and I found, yes, blue light from screens was affecting us in that way, but it wasn't just the eyes that it was affecting us. It was also our sleep. And, um, you know, I thought these were two massive pain points for consumers like myself because screens were only getting bigger and brighter. And um, it was the age of like iPhone 2 or 3 in that time, right? So very early on, and I said, wow, I want to, I wanna for myself, selfishly mitigate the risks to blue light and how can I do this? What can I do? And, you know, set about a journey on researching what do I need to do? What can I create that can limit this? And it went down the road of creating a technology or material which can absorb these harmful blue light wavelengths without changing the colours on the screen. And from what started as a piece of plastic film evolved into screen detectors for phones and then glasses and then lighting products and you know i i started the business at university i practiced an optometrist for a few years until 2018 where the business started doing you know well in and and i only had so many evenings and, and lunch times to work on the business i said right i need to go full-time onto this so i took the leap of faith in 2018 and it's been a wild journey since then you know we we sell our products in over 70 countries uh, in the USA, we sell to Best Buy and Verizon. Um, we've been on USA Today and Fox News, and you know we, we've also been on the UK's version of Shark Tank as well, called Dragons Den. And it's been um, it's been it's been a really exciting journey. And for us, it's you know for me, it's really um, I'm, I'm quite grateful that I've had the opportunity to impact people because I guess when I test eyes, I can impact ten to fifteen patients a day. But with what I do now, I can impact you know hundreds of people a day with supplying our products um and for me it's great to see the testimonials of people saying wow like oh my god like i can work now, and my boss is not gonna you know uh complain next time i don't get my stuff done so it's yeah it's those kinds of things that make me happy about what we're doing now
0: out of all the all, all those things you just listed off was there a moment that you were like i made it like this is really gonna work like I, I my baby has come to fruition was there any like one little moment that you came across i think it was early on
1: when i was i, I was sitting there you know the days when i was when I had all goods in, in like my parents, uh, conservatory and I was spent, I, I I almost did it all night. was there was so many orders to pack and I was like, okay, this is, this is going well, <laughs> you know, this is keeping me busy. And I think it was that point I was like, right. Um, yeah, let, let us stick on this path and keep creating awesome products that people are going to need.
0: This is going to be an easy question cause we kind of already went over it, but what is the connection between fighting blue light and mental health? Um,
1: I think there's multiple elements to it. Um, as, as we all or, or should know, um, sleep is a mass pillar to our health. Um, and if you can't sleep well, you know you're, you're you know naturally you're going to be groggy, fed up, and not functioning well on your day to day. But it affects your cognitive ability, so it's your ability to work. But it also affects your health. You know, if you're not if you're not sleeping, well, your body is not going to be functioning well. So it's a it's a real knock on effect. So I think um, that's the, that's the most direct link I'd say blue light has to, to mental health. What is,
0: what else can people do to protect their eyes against blue light? Like you buy the shield, but then what else can they do?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's some, some really simple steps that you can do. So two things, right? One is uh, brightness. You can immediately turn down the brightness on your devices. That reduces the intensity of the blue light. Right. And that's simple free, you don't have to worry about anything. Second, Proximity, uh, the length or the distance that you're using your screens at is another thing. So I always say, arm's length away is the best distance because you then have it at at least thirty to forty centimeters away, which again is reducing that intensity of blue light. Um, so if you can do those two things, you're pretty well off. And then third, there is some software already on devices like Night Shift or or Night Mode that limit blue light exposure. Um, you know, the reason why people choose official products is our products don't turn your screen to an ugly orange color, which um, a lot of people hate, right? You just turn it off because you're like, oh, I don't want to watch Netflix with everyone looking like an orange monster. (laughs)
0: Um, So you also have that
1: solution there as well.
0: Now, this might be a tough question because I was researching blue light myself before I got into this conversation. You obviously put in a lot of work researching and learning about blue light. What do you say to researchers stating that blue light lenses may have no effect at all against eye strain symptoms? is it one of those things that does more it does more good than harm having like oxy shield like what do you what do you say to th- things like that when you read that yeah
1: i mean there's the, there's lots of um conflicting research <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's a great space to be in because you know you've got you've got research studies that come out that say oh it doesn't contribute towards eye strain and then you've got research study which conclusively says you know by using blue light blockers we found that um, employees using the products be eye strain they were more engaged at work their behavioural uh, functioning was better you know if you look at the Applied Journal of Psychology they ran a study last year with um, I believe 80 participants and you know it proved that Bulap has helped in those ways so it's it's it, it's a tough one because you know you've got different professionals who may latch onto different studies and say they might read one one paper and say right that's it mine made up you know i'm going to tell all my patients now that you don't need blue light blockers right but if you balance it up if you count the clinical studies that have a pro um, benefit use for blue light blockers versus the negative sentiments, there's more pros out there than there are negative ones and it's just unfortunate the way research is is yeah people latch on to the wrong one sometimes and then it creates momentum of people thinking oh god you know you don't need this because there's this one study that says you don't need it (laughs)
0: Did you hit any snags or setbacks uh, along the way with Aki Shield?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, there's probably so many. I'll probably forget to think of one, but you know, it's a, it's a ever, it's always a roller coaster when when you're creating something on your own. There's always, you know, you you've never done it before, right? So you're learning as you go along. Um, from supply chain issues to, for example, in the pandemic, you know, I think uh, we get our products manufactured in South Korea and the Far East, and you know, supply chain was all over the place. Where planes were grounded in the pandemic, you had to you had to figure out how to get goods into your warehouses. You know, that was challenging. You were paying you know five times more than you were before, and uh, you know, raw material costs were going um, in skyrocketing. So, so there's always challenges, and I think um, one of the biggest challenges for for me personally has been um, how do I how do I separate myself from the business. I think, you know, when you let's talk about mental wealth, you know, when you come down when you go down the journey of entrepreneurship, you need to separate yourself from being Ocushul. Like I can't I can't be I am, but I can't be Ocushuled because I need to <laughs> be able to separate the two. And I am Drew and Patel, a separate entity to Ocushuld. And actually doing that is is pretty difficult because being in business, you, you think about it all the time, but being able to switch off is very important to say actually who are you outside of what you're doing
0: (laughs) what is the proudest moment along your journey it could be career personal life or acu shield what is the proudest moment
1: proudest moment it was probably when um i got my family and friends together and um i mentioned we went on to the uk's version of shark tank and i got to you know i didn't i didn't see the program at the same time as they saw it i got to see my fam, my parents you know smile and see see me on the show you know show i've watched since growing up and they saw that we conquered the the investors dragons on the show the two biggest ones and you know for them to be proud of what i did i think for me as well was was quite an achievement
0: i like the name of that i don't know if i like shock tank more if i like dragons den more i like that drag and the alliteration i like that the double d um what is um what is next for druvan patel um so i'm I'm pretty obsessed about letting
1: eyes thrive um so i think my, my mission now is to serve people in in building the best eye protecting products and services and software so i'm working pretty hard on how can i deliver that outside the blue light niche as well so for example we're working on um how can we create eye testing software where you could sit at your, your laptop right now and go through a 10-minute kind of um, software slash questionnaire and you can quickly identify if your eyes, you know, if you need glasses, if you have a colour vision abnormality, if you have, ocu- you know, if your muscles in the eyes aren't working well, um, if you have depth perception issues. And then after that, you'll get a report and it says, right, you need to either get get yourself to get some further help or you're actually all right for now. And I think, you know, I guess uh, making things accessible to people who don't have maybe... Healthcare close by, or they don't have the time or you know whatever it is, just making things like that, doing things like that to help people, so I think that's what um that's why I'm excited to be working
0: well, we're gonna finish up a little bit, but I like to ask my dumb questions, so it's a safe space now for me. fact or myth eating carrots help your eyesight
1: <laughs> it is um it's always oh, a technicality i'm gonna i'm gonna say it's a it's a fact but I'll give you a caveat to this, right? Because they say carrots, uh, the, what they used to say was carrots help you see, uh, no, carrots will help you see in the night, right? It basically yeah. cures night blindness. But it wasn't, what happened was in the World War, um, I think it was the, the British, they said to the Germans, they, made, they spread a rumor that said, oh, we can see all the planes in the sky at the night because we start eating carrots and it's a cure for blindness or, or night blindness. And all the Germans, I think, started eating all the carrots because they thought, wow, it's just actually, the British just had a radar, which obviously said there was planes in the sky. So that that's the myth. Actually, carrots do contribute towards the maintenance of normal vision. So carrots do play an important role, the vitamin A in carrots, but they're not going to allow you to see in the night. <laughs> like Night blindness they will not cure that.
0: What a gag, though, like telling people that they're just eating carrots left and right. They're just like, we need to find carrots. I can see like the carrot, like, harvester, like trying to get as many carrots as he can. That's uh, You learn something new every day, and I really like that one. Um, <laughs> Now, you're a smart man. You went to university. So, does the word college exist over the pond? It does. So, college is, is the
1: part of education, higher education before university. So, you go school, college, university.
0: Oh, it's the upper echelon. Okay. Now, what is your favorite eye color?
1: It is turquoise. Ooh.
0: Is it rare? Is it tur- turquoise rare? or? Well, it's – I mean – uh, well, I don't
1: know why I said turquoise. I should just said like green because uh, it it depends on what, what, what time of the day and which, you know, if they're in the sun, you can, you can get a different kind of aspect of their the eyes. But yeah, for me, it's green. <laughs> uh, what makes you happy? What makes me happy? Oh, well, um, oh, that's the easy one. It's, it's spending time with family and friends where I'm comfortable, where I don't have to worry about being judged or being, uh, d- yeah, just n- don't have to worry about anything, you know, easy, easy going and, uh, being with nature. I like spending time outdoors. The more green, the more trees I see, the better, the more oceans I see, the better. Um, and then just the simple things, you know, simple things, having a nice, nice meal and, uh, yeah, being surrounded by loved ones.
0: All right, let's wrap up with this. I was, uh, talking to you about this before, and I was going to say, think of like a baseball player, but we're going to think of a soccer player and you get introduced to the stadium. What song is played for Druvan Patel? So this is a, it's,
1: it's a really cool, it doesn't have any lyrics, but it's called um, Heart of Courage by London Music Works. You might have, um, it's in like movies, like, Gla- I don't, it's actually not in Gladiator, but if you imagine like war movies, it's like before they go into battle, it's like this theme tune that comes on. And yeah, it, it, it I I listen to it every other morning because it sets my day up right. So if anyone's out there and they feel like they need a, a song, it's called um, yeah, Heart of Courage by London Music Works, it's on Spotify, Apple, whatever. And um, yeah, you, you'll thank me later once you listen to that. All right,
0: I'm definitely going to do that right after this. And let's end with this, sir. What are three things you're grateful for today? I am grateful
1: for being able to work from home, you know, being able to get that extra hour in or sleep. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> um, it's a rainy day here in London, so I'm happy and grateful for the shelter that I have because I know it's not, it's not um, easy to come by for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and lastly, I'm happy for my health because I, I had an awful stomach bug last week and I was in bed just the whole day. So now I'm I don't have to be. So yeah, you know, really, really basic things there. But yeah, as I said, I like to keep it simple and um, be grateful for the for the simple things.
0: You said it earlier, but where can everyone find OcuShield? They can find OcuShield
1: by um, typing in OcuShield into Google. So if you type in O C U S H I E L D or OkiShield.com. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, um, LinkedIn, um, where get Um You can find me doing some funny videos on there, or you just find some general content from the team. Um, and yeah, if anyone wants to get in touch with myself, any eye-related questions, um, Driven Patel on Instagram or LinkedIn, you can uh, hit me up, happy to answer any questions.
0: Fantastic. Driven Patel, thank you so much for chatting with me. This has been a lot of fun. I'm going to go out there and get some OkiShield right now and make sure my eyes are taken care of.
1: All of a thanks so much for having me.
0: This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.